Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Total Information AM. With Tom Ackerman, I'm Megan Lynch. Former President Donald Trump appealing Maine's decision to ban him from the primary ballot in that state. Eric Larson covers legal matters for Bloomberg. He's with us now on the Quiver River Electric Gas Line. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. When we look at this case in Maine, how does it or does it differ from other states, for example, like Colorado? Well, the big difference here is that in Maine, it was the Secretary of State who made the decision to remove Trump from the ballot, whereas in Colorado, that was the result of a lawsuit that was filed by a group of voters and made its way up to the Colorado Supreme Court, which made the decision uh, to bar Trump from the ballot under the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. On what basis is Trump challenging this, the main Secretary of State's decision? Uh, on several, it's kind of a kitchen sink approach here. That Donald Trump is claiming that the Secretary of State of Maine uh, should have recused herself from this decision because he claims that she's biased against him politically and that she could not make a fair decision. Uh, he's also alleging that Maine did not give him a proper due process, that he wasn't given a full opportunity to challenge the decision before it was made. Uh, so that's a, another strong argument there that we're seeing and uh, several others as well laid out in the complaint. Eric, when we look at the timing of this and the primary, which is March 5th in Maine, um, is there time for this Trump challenge um, to, to have this resolved before that primary? You know, that is the million dollar question here. Obviously, we have the Colorado case. Um, they are trying to get the Supreme Court to weigh in on that. That could have uh, some impact, not just on the main lawsuit, but on challenges all across the country. Uh, so I think we can expect that the judge in the main case to um, fast track this. They're going to want to expedite it. I'm sure both parties are going to request an expedited schedule, and they're going to keep that primary date in mind as they move this forward. Uh, but I think the, the uh, I want to say the real action, but the bigger action is going to be in the Supreme Court with that Colorado case. So you're going to see two different tracks here. A challenge is based on a secretary of state removing a candidate from a primary ballot under that state's laws and a separate challenge uh, coming from voters. Uh, so you're going to see both types of challenges probably make their way up to the Supreme Court uh, is, is likely as well. Let's go back to what Donald Trump is appealing specifically, this decision to remove him from the ballot. The secretary of state said, and that's Shanna Bellows, uh, said that uh, 
she had a legal obligation to remove Trump. What, what was her reasoning there? Yeah, that's right. Um, she said that uh, she understood that uh, making the decision was um, you know, a, a huge deal, to put it <laughs> lightly. She said she didn't reach the conclusion light, lightly. Um, she, she pointed out that no secretary of state has ever taken a presidential candidate off the ballot, and she understood that. But she said, and this is her quote here, I'm also mindful, however, that no presidential candidate has ever before engaged in insurrection. So it's just unprecedented um, on both ends here. We all remember what happened on January 6th. That's never happened before in this country. And as Shanna Bellows says, uh, she had an obligation under the state law to look at whether the 14th Amendment, the Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, bars Trump from appearing on the ballot. And in her view, it did. Um, she, she determined, as the Colorado Supreme Court determined, that what happened on January 6th was an insurrection and that the 14th Amendment did apply to the president of the United States and that Trump engaged in that insurrection. We're speaking with Bloomberg's Eric Larson. Eric, anytime you know the latest case comes up in this, everybody starts looking at the plethora of other challenges. I think there's about three dozen states that have filed challenges to Trump's candidacy. You know, how could this case, you know, because it is different from other states, impact any of those challenges? Well, this is uh, all kind of speculation at this point because this is, like I said, so unprecedented. But what you could see, theoretically, is the Supreme Court taking up this Colorado case, for example, and affirming the decision in some way, saying, yes, the 14th Amendment applies to the president of the United States, and, and yes, uh, it appears that uh, uh, Trump engaged in insurrection. So if that were to happen, uh, you could see judges in other states uh, take that into account and quickly rule in favor of plaintiffs seeking to remove uh, Trump from ballots in those states or secretaries of state in other states, like in Maine, making the decision on their own uh, to do that under their state laws. So it would be obviously very devastating for, for Trump if, if that were to, to happen. Um, on the other hand, the, the Supreme Court, uh, which, of course, has uh, three appointees by Trump, not that that means they're automatically going to rule for him, but it is a conservative court, and they could find some way to uh, determine that what happened in Colorado or in Maine didn't meet some procedural bar, that there wasn't enough due process. There's ways that they could keep Trump on the ballot without actually getting involved in whether or not January 6th was an insurrection and whether or not Trump participated. Uh, so there's a lot of different outcomes here uh, that could happen in the Supreme Court in coming months and obviously hugely consequential. Yeah, I think maybe the key line there is that engage in insurrection. You know, they may challenge just that phrasing. Like, what does that mean? What does engage mean? Uh, and if if he didn't engage in the insurrection, then then they could say, you know, it's, it's all nonsense. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's, of course, a criminal case over just this question that's totally separately pending. Uh, so it, it's not uh, required that that criminal case be completed before the Supreme Court can make it their own determination. Uh, but of course, there's, you know, there's a lot of uh, additional allegations that have been made against Trump separate from this whole 14th Amendment question. Eric, thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.